Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, 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 yeah, Tim does <laughs> jack shit on the podcast. I won't make the uh, the high end decisions. <laughs> a little bit of content, right. the weak banter. <laughs> <laughs> it's weak now. Uh, all right, hello everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Tim, and I'm Leon. Hey, we're gonna third person on the podcast. <laughs> 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 Uh, that's right. You heard correctly. Today, we do have a guest on the podcast. We have Leon Black from Inspired Text. Uh, we're going to be having a chat during our main topic about uh, cyber and cloud security. And uh, yeah, we think we've got some good things to talk about there and some good information to, to spread because there are still people that are worried about this. Even if it just is like, what is the cloud? Yeah, Because exactly. we were talking before we, we hit record here, but... Um, we take it for granted a bit. We see it every day, but there's a lot of people out there who still don't really know what the cloud is. Is that right, Leon? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of ambiguity around it and it mm. certainly has been quite a buzzword in the last few years. For sure. For sure. So yeah. I guess we're going to learn a little bit more about it. We'll get into that. What you need to be thinking about when you're on the cloud. I think, uh, I think what we'll start with Tim is what, what is the Tim and Dello with Leon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we did that. Uh, Leon, you, you, you just that. got to know some intimate details about the podcast in how we choose who goes high and who goes low. I'll tell you, it's a very technical process <laughs> and it was executed gracefully. <laughs> I don't know if it's ambiguous. I pointed to you, Tim, and pointed down. <laughs> that means you go low. I it's only ever see the up or down. And I was like, is that me? Is that him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'll start with me. Uh, this week, I did the Relay for Life, as I spoke about in the previous week. It got postponed. And Tim, guess how many kilometers I did? Mm, I know how many kilometers you did, so it's not much of a guess. Maybe Leon should guess. Leon. 12. <laughs> hey, more than that. Oh, I, 23. More than that. It's my oh, lucky really? Number, That's impressive. Yeah. Over 30? Yes. 43? Less than that. Ooh. 36. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's pretty close, that one. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> it, was, it was 34. Oh, well 34 done. 34Ks. Uh, we walked most of it, and I ended up with really sore back and legs, but it uh, just shows my fitness levels. Uh, but it was, it was a lot harder to get to the marathon than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I thought I'd get to the 42. I didn't. But I still think 34, pretty impressive. It is quite impressive. I mean, it's no 42 though, Dan. It's no 42. But where were you, Tim? Were you on the track raising money I, for cancer? I had a you? very busy weekend. Uh, I did pledge 50 cents per kilometer and I'm, I've got to make that donation. So you, so. I expect to see that money hit my, my account. Not my personal <laughs> account, but my, my fundraising page, account. My fundraising uh, account. I'm going to hijack your, down, your Dan Low, actually, because that was mine. I was so surprised to hear you raised... 400 bucks. I did. That's amazing. I did raise 400 bucks. Very impressive. What a good cause. Thanks, I Tim. do cuss you out on this podcast a fair bit, mm. but uh, you, you deserve some praise for that. That's Thanks, great. Tim. 
I appreciate well that. Done. Thank you. Not sure where to go to from that. But. No, I, I feel weird now that you've said something good and positive. <laughs> it's very unusual for you guys. <laughs> yeah, Leon. We, we should say that uh, Leon has listened to the podcast. He's a, he says he's a regular listener. Uh, we think we believe him at this point. Long time listener, first time participant. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> yeah. Not the last time, either, the, hopefully. No, hopefully not the last time. I uh, can work with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Leon, did you do anything in the past week? How was, how was Leon's week? Oh, I got summoned for jury duty, nice. which That's was a great not very fun. I would be happy to do it if I didn't have about 15 different meetings already booked in for the week. Oh. But fortunately, I just wasted one day and did not get selected. So I got out of it. Uh. How did you do that? Did you just like keep your head down? Did you wear like a big coat and start twitching? Well, I got lucky because there was actually two groups of people in there because there's meant to be two cases starting. Yeah. But then one of them didn't happen. And so the two groups got together. So there was an even bigger pool of people oh, to select yes. from. Uh. And I got lucky. I like yeah, those that's odds. Um, and this kind of reminds me of um, Kirby Enthusiasm. That's what I was thinking as well. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's you know about Leon episode? Black? No, no, no. no, no. no. He, he goes. It's one of our favorite episode um, characters. Leon it, it is. It is what I what I said earlier. He he gets summoned to jury duty, and to get out of it, he pretends he's racist. Oh yeah. <laughs> because the defendant's black, <laughs> and it all comes back on him. <laughs> it all comes back to him later. <laughs> God, I love that uh, show. This is a good show. <laughs> Uh, Tim, did you have any other Dan? What was your no? Life? No, that was my Dan low for the week. Just hijacking yours. Cool, excellent effort. That's right. uh, let's let's say that I you carried me on your back for that <laughs> thirty-two kilometers. Uh, Thirty-four, but that's oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. short, short change. <laughs> don't short change me when you donate. That's fine. Just remember that number. <clears throat> it was good to see you walking around like an old man earlier in the week. <laughs> and I do <laughs> feel like it kept my season alive in, uh, in the ping pong. You season. did, yeah. Well, all right, let's go pong date. Now you've mentioned it. Uh, Tim, you have played well this week. Uh, you managed to beat me as a cripple uh, with a minus five you had, and you still beat me. I challenged you, lost again, got another minus five, lost again. Mm-hmm. So uh, I then lost against Mikey. Just, you know, no offense, Mikey, but proving how sore I was in my back. <laughs> uh, oh my I'm getting vicious right at the end of this you're season. You're listeners. No, like, Mikey, you're a good egg. You're playing well. Uh, so I... Uh, but I'm still ahead for the season, and we've got one week left and still the grand final to play this week. So, essentially, if I win the grand final, the week is basically mine. Uh, no, the, the season, season, sorry. The season is basically mine. If mm-hmm. I don't win the grand final tomorrow, it's up for grabs next week. Yeah, we've, we've been running the numbers all week, Leon. Just, <laughs> I just bet. So you know. <laughs> I, I'm ahead by 10 season points, and uh, I think it's less than that now that we've played a few games this week, but mm. it's close. But we did have a match with Leon earlier as well. So you can be part of the Pong date. I did. I did request a match. I felt I needed to have one so I could participate in this ping pong podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bit rusty, a few years since I've played, but it uh, it was interesting to see. You can tell that they've both been training hard and they're they're utilizing their ping pong coach for sure. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, shout out to Aloise. Uh, Well, thank you for the kind words, Leon. That means a lot. But who was better? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to go there. Well, it's, I would say Angie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yep. we have it. Inside scoop, Angie is the dominant player. That's right. And, uh, and uh, you vastly improved from your first to your second match. So I do feel that uh, with a bit more practice, you, you could uh, you could become a regular, you know, maybe uh, some some wild card entries into a few seasons here or there. Yeah, bring me into a season. <laughs> I would love the Cats office to play the Inspired Techs office. Let's make it happen. Ping pong. <laughs> we're, we're gonna I'm sure we're keen. <laughs> we're going to even this out. Like, there's, because obviously we've got a bit of an advantage there with the ping pong table in our office. 
So maybe there's something that you guys are better at than us that we then challenge you on. And it can't be like cloud security or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can always get a ping pong table. You could. I'm sure the guys would be keen for that. You could get one on the uh, virtual reality set. Yeah, virtual virtual ping pong. True. Mm. Anyway. We get to suss out this idea. All right, let's move on to the business update. Mm. Uh, Tim, I know you have a couple. I'm going to dive in quickly because mine won't take too long. Okay. Uh, A few updates from the ATO this week. The first one being, and I don't know if you know this, uh, Leon, but a couple of years ago, the ATO moved to uh, external debt collectors to chase all their debts. Yeah. Um, Which I'm assuming has been successful to them, but has been a pain in everyone else's ass. Um, Obviously, we we try not to let any of our clients have debts or overdue things, but uh, occasionally these things happen and it is annoying when they call. Well, yeah, I can associate with that. The first time I knew it was about a year ago that I had a personal ATO debt that I wasn't aware of was mm-hmm. when there was a letter from the debt collector. Yeah. There was no email, it's, no ATO, it's a bit and no, scary. no yeah. e- post mail from the ATO. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, it's, it's scary. They go straight to it. And, you know, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But what they've done now is they've extended this. So not only are they going to be chasing your debts, but they're going to be chasing your lodgements. Mm. So these debt collectors can now call you and say, you need to lodge this Baz or you need to lodge this tax return because it's overdue, which... I actually prefer that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I'd, I'd, pre- I'd prefer to get that call because that's something we can help with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, d- we obviously don't control the client's bank account and can't make that payment for them, yeah. but um, we, can, we can help them and try and help them make that payment. But, uh, but lodging is something we can help with. I feel like the ATO need to reverse what they have been doing. Yeah. So far, what they do at the moment is they text you if you have an overdue lodgement. Mm. Um, but they send you a nasty letter if you're even one day overdue for paying that. Yeah, they should send you lodged, a... Which, according to the ATO, is the most important thing to them. They want uh-huh. you to lodge. So, I think they should flip that around. Like, send some texts. Get Just let people know they're overdue. They're, yeah. You know, mm. Just communicate with them normally. You don't have to send nasty debt collector letters. The yeah. collectors can chase up lodgement. I think that's, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. So, the, the other part of this as well is that there's a lot of scams out there at the moment. So, um, I, I know that my mum, for instance, got a scam phone call saying that mm. she was going to prison right. for tax evasion. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, obviously, she's not that's going no to prison. But, you know, with an accountant <laughs> as a son, she's, uh, her tax affairs are just fine. But... Uh, was she still stressed? Did, did she, she did stressed. still get a she stress panicked. She, she, she called me and said, Dad, I just got a phone call saying I'm going to prison. I said, well, let's think about this logically through, shall we? Let's just go through this. Uh, no, no, no prison. Anyway, so be careful, everybody. There are some scams going around. If you're unsure about something, contact your accountant. They're going to know. They're going to be able to look these things up for you. Yeah. Uh, and my last one uh, is that Parliament will be sitting a total of 13 days between now and the budget in April and that the budget is going to be in April and not May. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's mm. a huge change um, from years gone by. Yeah, it's because the election's going to be in May this year. So expect mm. our budget update a little earlier and not much to pass between now and then. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, if there's an election a month later... Yeah. Don't really trust anything. Yeah, exactly. In the budget. <laughs> that budget is going to be full of promises. Especially with the result that happened in Victoria. The Liberals got whitewashed. Yeah, they did. In the state election. So. Anyway. Cool. Uh, uh, Tim, go some ahead. Some good business updates. Um, yeah, I've got a few as well, but 
I'll just keep it real short. The main one I want to focus on is this interesting one I noticed a couple of weeks ago. It's that the ATO is actually asking tax agents to call out their dodgy competitors. Um, yeah, so I'm writing a list of all the people <laughs> I can think of. Dan is on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Not a competitor. We, <laughs> we work at the same place. The ATO is going to be like, uh, you work with half of these people. Uh, are you sure you want to submit this list? I'm pretty sure you're the one on the podcast to have admitted <laughs> horrible frauds in the past, Tim. Yeah, but if they follow up other people, then they're not obviously focusing on me, Dan. Yeah, well, no, no. It's an interesting thing. and I, I guess it is good. Mm-hmm. We have... <clears throat> As with any industry, there are some dodgy operators. So it is good. It's going to um, preserve the trust in the profession, which yeah. is the other side of my uh, business update. And I want to ask you about this, Leon. Apparently, sure. apparently, in light of the recent bank um, dramas and scandal, accountants have moved up in the world. We are trusted more than we ever have been. Do you so, trust us? Yeah, that's a question, Leon. Oh, that's a us? that's a fine edge to walk along. Yeah. It is. It but is. yes, yeah, you guys are great. Uh, very, very switched on and forward focused, which is what you want in an accountant. There's a lot that yeah. are still stuck very much in the past and not nice. helping you move forward. Yeah. Nice, nice. So so what you're saying is we could say whatever we want <laughs> and people would trust us. More than the banks. Yeah, more than the banks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, is that... That's like Brock Bottom, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, one step above. Yeah. One step above you, you're not a bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not a bank. Thank you. Mm. All that high praise you gave us is now just like... <laughs> just dropped away from me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's a good yeah. one. So, did you have any business updates like that? Yeah, I'll throw one in there. Yeah. One thing that everybody hates in this day and age is passwords. Yeah. We've all got so many different passwords. Uh Talking on the Microsoft track and Windows 10, they're working on being passwordless. So they're wow. actually in the next few months going passwordless internally with the use of hardware keys and the Windows 10 Hello facial recognition biometrics. That's so, so cool. So you're so, saying that the surface that we use will eventually just read our face instead of a password to type in. Correct. Wow. Correct. So, and this isn't far away. So it's something we're excited about because yeah. a lot of people really hate passwords yeah. and yeah. giving people that easier option to just get access and be more secure than a password is fantastic. Yeah, That's really definitely. cool. And like, I guess <clears throat> my only fear is that someone would chop my head off and like <laughs> hack my computer. Yeah. Is that a possibility? Have <laughs> they prepared for space swap? <laughs> Possible, <laughs> sure, likely. Yeah. You can do the numbers on yeah. that. No. They need to steal my laptop and <laughs> chop my head off. I saw a <laughs> documentary once starring Nick Cage called Face Off. And in that movie, he stole John Travolta's face. Can that happen? That's very possible. <laughs> yeah. well, I guess yeah. criminals are going to have to become more elaborate and do things like that. I mean, that movie was ahead of its time. Mm. Well, ahead of its time, Tim. <laughs> no. <laughs> are you a dad? <laughs> uh, all right. If that's all the uh, business updates we've got, let's uh, let's move on to our main topic. Oh, actually, there's one I want to add, and this is the new segment I'm trying to push. Oh, that's on. right. I keep forgetting <laughs> this. <laughs> I apologize to him. I liked is, this. This is mainly directed at you. I like this. Saving for a house. I don't all right. What, let me look around. What, what what's around me right now that you're going to pick on? You pick Tim's on my drink. Tight ass tips. Yeah, exactly. Yes, thank you, Leon. Leon you do does listen. listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah. What was I going to run with this week? Oh, you're not even prepared. No. You can't have a segment that you're not prepared for. In the moment, I've I've slightly forgotten. Okay, no, this is one mainly picking on Dan, Leon. All right. 
All right. If you're going to sign up to a trial to a streaming service or a software <laughs> and you put down your credit card. Why is this aimed at me? <laughs> because you hold way more subscriptions than anyone I know. That's so if you're going to sign up for a trial, then set yourself a little reminder for when that trial is going to end and when it becomes billable. Because I do know a friend of mine, I'm not going to name names, that does happen to forget when the trial period ends and I, the uh, billing period begins. I think that's a good idea, Tim, putting reminders down um, to remind yourself to cancel that subscription before you have to pay. But yeah. I take offense because... <laughs> and let's move on to the other new segment, Dan airing his grievances. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, who was it that signed up for a title subscription when the... Kanye West album came out a couple of years ago, Tim. Oh, wow. This is... You actually... I, I can't remember what happened here. It was I, you. And <laughs> guess who forgot to cancel that subscription for the next two months? That would be Tim. So, I'm calling fraud. Uh, I'm calling that Tim no, sorry, is well, an absolute phony. You don't learn from experience. Yeah. Have you ever done it before, Leon? Put down uh, your credit yeah. card and Yeah, forgotten? yeah. Of course, of course. It's, it's so easy, but it's, it's their whole strategy. Yeah, it it is. Is. People are lazy inherently. So, yes. they're like, start using it, forget, and then it just comes off their card and most people don't look at it. Exactly. Yeah. On, on an unrelated that note. That relates to cloud. Yeah. On an unrelated note, though, um, this podcast is becoming subscription. So you get the first month free. Send us through your credit card details. <laughs> we'll give you twelve months free. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get bonus content yeah. behind yeah. the scenes. <laughs> we'll give you. We'll give you all the cuts. Yeah, we, we don't cut anything. <laughs> uh, you don't yeah. have to tell them that. <laughs> but actually, uh, an extra tip: if you do forget, just contact the company. They will give you a refund. No really? doubt. I've done it twice. I probably did it with Tidal <laughs> and I did do it with Microsoft with when my Xbox uh, live <laughs> subscription <laughs> went past its 12 months. I, I need that subscription. Block. I know. I haven't had a subscription <laughs> since that meant, point. How am I meant to play Fortnite, Tim, and, <laughs> and Halo online? That's, this is true. This is true. This uh, is what I mean, Dan. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I see your point. <laughs> point noted. All right, main topic time. Let's move on to the main topic. Uh, Leon? Yes. What's the cloud? Because it's a sunny day and I'm afraid that my storage can't be accessed. <laughs> but why? It's been raining a lot this yeah. week. Well, you may laugh, but some people do actually not really have an accurate idea on what the cloud is. Yeah, some so people are like, is it something up there? Where is it? <laughs> Reality is it's someone else's computer. Yeah. Okay. Right. Typically, we're talking about a big data center somewhere, secured facility, very encrypted and secure and protected. Mm. So, in most cases, it is a good place for your data to be. Yeah. A, mm. a, a, quick, a quick update here. Shout out to friend of the podcast, Dennis Little. Yeah. Works in a data center just like oh, that. Really? Is that what he does? Oh. Yeah, he, uh, uh, he's an electrician. He's a project manager, actually, uh, at one of these data centers. Very nice. Yeah. I tell you, if you ever get a chance to do a tour of a data center, yeah. they're yeah. pretty impressive. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Even for like total noobs like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like look at the flashing lights and the equipment <laughs> they've got set up and you're like, this is pretty immense. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, sorry. Continue on. So, people, which is, which is mind boggling for us because we, yeah. We're very familiar with it. We use a lot of cloud software. We move all of our clients to a lot of cloud software. And we always give MYB a lot of rubbish for trying to convince people to go to the cloud still because yeah. the world's moved on. They're still but spreading there awareness is, about yeah. the cloud. But there is, there is a large portion of people who, who don't use an accounting software that don't want to put anything on the cloud. You know, they, they just might mm. have their normal work office computer or their, mm. their phone, you know. 
um, all sorts of stuff. This is but, true. Cloud storage is something yeah. that if you weren't really in business or you weren't working in a business that had it, then I guess people would not be aware of what it even is. I, I feel a big portion of it is mm. people not understanding. Yeah. And it's that being scared about something that's not really tangible. Like you've got yeah. data on your computer. It's there. You can touch it. You can see it. Mm. But when it's in the cloud, you don't really know where it is physically. Mm. You don't know what's happening to it. True. And so you are putting trust in another provider, but that's mm. why it's important to make good choices about where that is. Mm. Yeah. However, most people are typically having their stuff on the cloud without even knowing. Mm. So that's some people funny. might go, well, I don't want to put my accounting software on the cloud, but then they've got, an Apple phone yeah. and then they've got all their photos backed up to iCloud yeah. or they're on iTunes and yeah. that's all in the cloud. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose, and this is not really your own personal private data. Oh, actually, your payment details for a lot of things would be in the cloud somewhere, but your you know, streaming services, speaking of, mm. you know, yeah, yeah, that's true. all on the cloud. True. Yep. Mm. Yep. Your Netflix, your Spotify. Yeah. yeah. So... I guess what might can well what might scare people away from the cloud, like you said, is the fact that it's not there on their computer. Yeah. Do you think there was any bad experiences or people ran into issues when the cloud first became a thing or heard like nasty rumors about the cloud that turned them off it to begin with? Yeah, for mm. sure. The cloud the cloud, someone else's computer hosted somewhere. Yeah. Is, is that what we should... Being, and that's, that's, yeah, should we change the terminology? Yeah, should we the not call the cloud? Is, the reality is the cloud is just someone else's computer. Yeah. yeah. So when we're talking about the cloud, we're just talking about someone else storing your stuff, processing yeah. your Excel stuff storage. on your behalf. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, and definitely early days, there's been ups and downs and changes in technology has grown. And one of the biggest issue is using a tiny little provider that nobody knows and it turns out they're actually just have these servers in their garage at their house mm. where it's not backed up, it's not secured mm. and it's it's open for someone to get a hold of that data and that's wow. when you have issues. So that's yeah. why it's important to, to know who you're partnering with when you're putting something in the cloud. Yeah, mm. okay. So rule of thumb then, um, you are looking at using the cloud even if you're using it already without knowing it. Um, <laughs> how do you make sure that it is yeah. well some of the easy picks are just the major providers so Microsoft for example is the largest cloud provider now and yep. they've just surpassed Apple as the most valuable company in the world mm. but to, to hit on some specific Microsoft points they spend over a billion dollars each year just in security research and development which is, which is mind boggling because that's a billion dollars just on that part of their business yeah, and, uh, just and what's that, that? Is that nine it? zeros? It's, yeah, it's a lot of zeros. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like bigger than some economies. <laughs> and yeah, that's just research and development. That's not even on implementing the security into their systems. Wow. So it's a massive thing for them. Is that is that half because, I mean, Max, Max were always of the opinion that, um, and Mac users uh, were always of the opinion that there's no viruses made for Max. <laughs> so they had to beat all the securities or you say Microsoft were like, well, we need to spend a billion dollars on yeah. this. Well, so story on that, that was definitely a fact way back when, when mm. Apple was not very popular. Yeah. They didn't have the market share, so no one was no creating one viruses, viruses for us. Yeah. But as they got more popular, it is absolutely critical these days to have antivirus on your Mac. Because wow. you can get ransomware, you can get crypto locker, all the same yeah. as Windows now. 
So that's a fallacy. Yep. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's a podcast <laughs> in joke. Uh, yeah, anyway. Arrested development slash drunken nights out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's, that's really interesting about the Macs. Um, I do take it that you are more of a Microsoft Windows type person. This is true, yes. Yes. <laughs> out of left field, would you date someone if they were more of a Mac person? Or would that be a problem for you? That wouldn't be part <laughs> of the equation because they would probably convert ah, once they saw the light. <laughs> nah. <laughs> once they saw the light, I love it. Well, for example, my fiance right now, the beautiful Raquel, yes. she had an iPhone when I met her. Ooh. And now she's Android. Oh, yeah. sorry, Leon. Yeah, you haven't converted me yet. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting here recording this on a Mac while holding an iPhone. <laughs> I do love it that Leon always gives us. When he sees it, he'll probably give us a few tips now. He'll go, yeah. and be like, hey, you know you can do this on your Microsoft computers, yeah. <laughs> Microsoft product, uh, in the cloud? So that's, that is funny. That is, yeah, that's, it's kind of like if Jade Tim used MYB when you first met her. Oh, yeah, would, no. Would that, would that have lasted? Probably. <laughs> I guess Leon makes an excellent point. I just would have converted her. Yeah. Although, right. no, I feel like Jade probably would have converted me. Yeah, she, does, <laughs> she does more. <laughs> pull the reins in the relationship, let's be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's. Uh, so they're spending a billion dollars. Mm. What, 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 what does that mean? What are they doing? Yeah. How do you spend a billion dollars on. Well, for starters, especially with their reach and their breadth, they. Mm process a huge amount of data of just people logging onto their systems globally mm. each day and utilizing mm. artificial intelligence to to really get that threat intelligent mm. wow. and find out how to protect where are hackers mm. attacking so it you could comfortably say no one no other company in the world has the same kind of threat intelligence that mm. micro, microsoft can get mm. with these tools wow. and and really it's it's their piling a lot of money into how can we prevent things how can we detect things better how can mm. we protect business as they're growing more and more and more businesses are moving to the microsoft cloud especially mm. it is critical for them to make sure they're performing and make sure it's protected mm. yeah absolutely so like they're contractually committed through the dpa which is a defense prosecution agreement so wow. it's it's up to them to make sure that everything is right that's mm. hectic. Is that an American thing, the DPA? Or no, it's Australian as well. Australian as well. Uh, yeah, but essentially one of the things is all of the compliances. So pretty much every compliance available that your business might need, Microsoft comply with, which yeah. is why mm. they're getting government contracts, which is why our governments are moving to it. I'm pretty sure New Zealand recently moved a whole bunch of their stuff into the Microsoft Azure cloud. Yeah. Wow. So, so the cloud is someone's computer... Yep. That stores all of your data in a warehouse somewhere. In a warehouse that you access via your computer, and pretty much what we should be looking for is just the name brands. You should be looking for your Microsofts. You should be looking for your Googles. You should be looking for your people like that. Yeah, your Microsoft, your yeah. Amazon Web Services, your yeah. Zeros, yeah. your Myob Cloud, etc. Yeah. The the main thing is knowing that they're hosted in somewhere secure. Mm. Like you'll find yeah, true. different tools that mm. will have all their hosting in Microsoft Azure, for example. Yeah. So they're using that compliance and that security mm. to deliver their own product. Yeah. Because mm. I know, for instance, Zero, um, when we first went on to Zero all those years ago, mm -hmm. uh, they were big on advertising. We use the same data protection as the banks. 
Yep. And I do notice that in a lot of places that yeah. the same as the banks. Hopefully they're not using the same business processes as the yeah, banks. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I guess... It, I guess because we all trust logging on to our online, you know, our internet and storing money in a bank account and moving money on the internet through a bank account, is that just a way for them to make us feel trust, like that they're trustworthy because it's the same thing that we already trust? A hundred percent. Yeah. So people assume that banks are secure yeah. and that they're going to be doing the right things. Yeah. Reality is these days is the banks have quite antiquated systems yeah. and a lot of them need to get up to date, but they yeah, do yeah. still have a lot of security around it. Yeah. Now, I know, I know zero have moved to the Amazon service service servers. Um, that was a yeah, big thing. That was part of the, the shift to get more artificial intelligence. Yeah, that's right. In mm. their software. We haven't really seen too many impacts from that yet. No, but but that was a big thing. I'm sure behind the scenes, there's been a lot of changes. Yeah. All right. So, what else should we be looking for? So what else is happening? Benefits yeah. of the cloud? Benefits. Yeah. Well, tying it back to what you guys would have seen moving your clients to zero and utilizing mm. zero is being able to work on it wherever you are. Mm. That accessibility. Moving to that more modern workplace scenario where mm. you can get to it from your phone. You can mm. get to it from your tablet. You don't mm. need to be in the office and accessing your Myob file. And then another person gets on and then you get errors about multiple people accessing it. And then you've got to close my open everything and open it again, which yeah. I'm sure you guys have lived through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate that. And it's really that accessibility. But the other thing is so security. Yeah. So, you, you, if you think about what you've got, you might be a small business with a few staff and a server on site that you're mm. storing your Myob or QuickBooks file on. Yeah. But what are you spending on security? Yeah. Do you have a plan? Is it getting backed up? And is that outdated software really more secure? Yeah. And if, if you're using that five-year-old Myob version because you don't want to buy the upgrades... Mm. Is it secure or is it just easier for someone to get a hold of your records? With nah. the same password you've used for the last 10 <laughs> years. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Usually uh, the accountant's name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, re reality is people look at the monthly cost of doing a cloud service and go, oh, that might be expensive or, mm. oh, I don't want to pay extra for this. Mm. But the beat features and benefits you get from it mm. greatly outweigh it. Mm. So I want to break that down a little bit. <laughs> First of all, I can totally vouch for what Leon's saying there with the um, ability to work wherever you are. As long as you have the internet and power mm. on your computer, then literally you can do anything that you could do in the office, out of the office. Yeah. Recently, so the listeners would know I was in Tasmania and mm -hmm. the cloud enabled me to work, record podcasts, send emails, um, access documents, log into clients' data files, log into clients' data files, it basically allowed me to keep living my life, even though I really didn't have time to go on holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Jade. Yeah, it's all Jade's fault. But that was amazing. And even right now, we're sitting in a boardroom and we're all on our laptops, but I have access to all of my documents and all of the things that I could have prepared in advance for mm -hmm. this podcast. So, yes, I totally vouch for that. And the second thing is, yeah. ironic. it's so ironic that the cloud is more secure. Don't you think? I mean, it's well, not. Because it's, once it's, you know. It's not. <laughs> but, but in, in everyone's mind, though, they think, oh, you know, as Liam was saying before, you can hold, I can hold onto my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I know that my phone physically is safe yeah, in my hands. hacker's not going to hack you in front of you. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know what I mean. That's, I know, that's, I know. that's how people think. Well, this is going back a while, but yeah. you think about the change from cash to using FPOS cards yeah, and credit yeah. cards. People were resistant to that at first. Mm. 
Yeah, it's true. It's, it's the unknown. Yeah, I think it's you're right. Unknown. So I'm going to throw a question at you. Yeah. And this is an argument I've heard a lot recently in relation to the My Health Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So without, make, without making a comment really on whether or not we trust the government to be able to run, because mm. that's an argument. I don't trust them to do it. Have you my know. health records online. Yeah, if Microsoft did it, I'd probably be fine with it. But yeah. um, a lot of people argue that, you know, having... You know, and the argument's made that it's it's a lot safer to have your stuff on the cloud than it is in a physical office. It's a lot easier to steal that. Yep. Um, but the counter-argument to that could be, well, people are going to come in and break into your office and steal 10 records. You could break into the My Health Records or the Microsoft and steal a billion records. Mm. So you're going to target that more than you're going to target someone's office. What would be the counter-argument to that? Well, that certainly is an argument, but... Mm. The general fact around that is larger an organization, typically, not necessarily, Mm. the more security, the more walls you've got to get through, which is why there's been more and more attacks on small business. Yeah. Like earlier this year, there was a a local company here that got Mm. extorted for a bunch of money because they got hacked. Uh, Last year, there was a medical practice in Queensland that got ransomed. Mm, And these these aren't big businesses. These are like five to 15 odd staff wow. and because they don't spend money on the security because they don't have an it company looking after that security and protecting mm. them they're easier targets yeah so the hackers go well i could spend a bunch of time and money trying to get into this big enterprise company or i could attack 20 different small businesses that typically don't have any security yeah yeah, yeah. so oh. it's yeah, yeah numbers game that's cool. so it is almost more scary not adapting or adopting the new technology than it is to be stuck in the past where you are now. Yeah. It's almost like you're a sitting duck. Yeah. It's like oh, if you if you use the analogy of say like um, two countries developing weapons, <laughs> yeah. the cloud is a whole new level of weapon. Yeah. yeah. And you're still back there with your the, your diesel submarines versus the <laughs> nuclear power ones. Mm. Yeah, there's just, there's just no, there's just no match, is there? Hundred percent, and that's that's one of the key reasons why working with our clients, we get them to upgrade every number of years, so mm. they've got the latest devices. Yeah. Like if you're still on Windows Seven or you've got an old version of Mac OS, mm. the potential for you to get compromised is tenfold over if you're mm. on the latest gear. And that's defensive talk, but then we could also talk like proactively. You need to gain efficiencies. Yeah. 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 By using the cloud and making the most of the tools available to you, you're gonna save yourself a shitload of time. Yeah. It's gonna be definitely. it's gonna make your life easier. Yeah. As we've seen with zero <laughs> and bookkeeping. And my health yeah. records. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> it could. I suppose it probably is better if you're changing doctors, you can access your health yeah. records. Right. Or you're someone with a chronic illness who needs people to access their files regularly. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's mm. a positive. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but like the the power of the cloud is that the value you can get from what they deliver to you. I'm going to tie this back to Microsoft again just because it's a a a good good example. For for less than $30 a month per user for a small business, you can get access to a lot of enterprise features and compliance for your Mm. business, like Mm. retaining data for seven years because it's required, protecting tax file numbers from getting sent out through email. These things that could save your business from getting destroyed if it breaches these things for a tiny cost. Yeah, but on, on top of that, the amount of applications they give you for workplace productivity, mm. you can really revolutionize how you work. Yeah. 
Now, I think that's a future topic, but you just touched on something there, the data breach rules. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to mention as well. I was going to say it might be a good opportunity just to have a brief idea of what that even means. Yeah. But a lot of people might not be aware of these, these data breach rules. Yeah, certainly. That's something we can definitely dive into deeper on another day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but in short, February this year, the Australian government brought out the data breach legislation, mm. which says if you turn over $3 million or more, or if you deal with tax file numbers or medical records, mm. or you're a accredited body, which they define down to if you have seven days invoice terms or more, mm. you're yeah. a accredited body. Oh. So it affects you. That's pretty much every small every business. Small and business. and yeah. yeah, so that's that affects a lot of people that don't realize it's going to affect them because they look yeah. at the $3 million turnover. And when it's data breaches, so that's like loss of loss of your client's data or someone so that people's information that covers a lot of things there's a lot on the technical side but it's mm. essentially it could be as simple as you email the wrong person some of your client's details mm. it could be you've got say a first level staff member that shouldn't have access to a certain secured folder and they've got access to it mm. and they can that, see client records that so, happened so, at a school in victoria there were kids that could access someone's like records <laughs> Ugh. On Google Drive. So, yeah. so what do you? What it, happens if if that happens? Well, I'll, I'll throw a couple other examples in there first. Mm. It could be someone walks into your office. You've got papers on your desk of client files. Wow. They'd pick that up by mistake and take it out. That's a data breach. Wow. So yeah. you've got to think about your physical security as well. Yeah, yeah. like where you're putting your rubbish. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a big one. <laughs> yeah, but but the risks of it are now you must notify within 30 days the governing body of it mm. and you've got to notify any customers of yours that have been affected and if you don't know with 100% certainty who's been affected that could be your whole client database and that's where wow and that's the, embarrassing the surveys are showing 78% of customers said that they would stop using that provider Ooh, if, wow. if their data is breached so, so the risk to your business getting destroyed is huge so if, if we have a a server that was 10 years old and didn't have the latest software on it and didn't have good security and someone accessed it yep. and we didn't know what was taken, yep. we'd have to tell every one of our clients, your whole database, we were breached, we don't know what was taken and most likely 70% of those clients would stop using us. Yeah. That's yeah, hundred percent. And, and the, the bigger factor there is there's fines of up to $1.8 million. Wow. If they, if they consider you to be negligent in how you've handled it, you could really get slapped. So really, it comes down to if you haven't seriously considered cloud storage or cloud security, then you need to. Otherwise, you're running a huge risk. It's a massive risk. That's a risk. Yeah. 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 Well, well, let's tie it back to your your MyOB or your QuickBooks data file. Let's say you're you're a tradie or a a really small business and you've just got it on your computer, on your desktop. Your laptop gets stolen. Mm. Do you have a backup of it? Where is it gone? Yeah. That's also a data breach. But yeah. realistically, to get your on-site computer hardware as secure as what it could be in a cloud environment, you essentially have to have it unplugged in a fireproof vault, mm. not connected to anything, <laughs> and then it's probably at about the same security level. Wow. Yeah. So wow. that's that's that's. Let's let's repeat that. Let's repeat that again. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge. Fact. In a fireproof vault, locked up. Unplugged? Unplugged. Not connected <laughs> to anything. Yep. In a safe room. And it's pretty know, much useless to you. With a retina, yeah, with a retina pretty, scanner. Pretty don't use it. your computer. <laughs> yeah. It's secure. Put it in a fireproof box. Yeah. Jeez. But 
But then you look at if you migrated all your data to zero, for example, mm. they've got all the security compliances. They're doing the backup and disaster recovery. Mm. So you're putting all of that responsibility of making sure your data is safe mm. on them. And that's why you pay them a monthly fee. Yeah, so, so if you, so essentially, just by moving to a desktop version of an accounting software to an online version of an accounting software, you are transferring risk from you to them as long as you're, you know, Keeping your password secret. Using two-factor <laughs> yeah. authentication. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely using two-factor authentication. Yeah. But or using your face. Hundred percent. You've just alleviated your business from that risk around your financial accounts. Wow. Potentially a million dollars. Fine. And here's another thing I just sort of thought of. Secretly, I wrote it down before we came into this. <laughs> Does this mean with all of that extra functionality and security and um, those tools? I can actually just buy cheaper hardware too. Depending on what you're doing, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But because, like you, you said, we're shifting a lot yeah. of the responsibility off to the suppliers and Microsoft and yeah. all those things. Yeah. So, well, one of the big factors in that is instead of every five years a small business spending ten to $20,000 replacing their server, yeah. they're spending... $10,000 odd once to migrate all of their data to the cloud mm. and then they've lost that recurring five-year spend that they've got yeah. to spend on that. Amazing. Yeah, Amazing. that's that's it's a no-brainer, really. It really is a no-brainer. No We're brainer. currently looking at that, actually. Yeah. We're currently doing it. We're doing it. That's <laughs> We're true. in the midst of doing currently it. Currently doing it. Yes, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah, we're very excited. Um, so, but just on that, it's it's not really about the costs. The costs aren't the place to focus yeah. on. It's it's what productivity gains does yeah. your business get out of it? Yeah, exactly right. And that's what that's what we um, position to clients. Say yeah. um, when we're saying, well, you're going to save this amount of time. How many extra hours are you going to have to go out and do quotes? Yeah, or to review your pricing and and change the pricing. Yeah, and um, and if if you listen back to our episode on accounting software, that is the only argument we made. Mm. We didn't even talk about security. I don't think. No, because to us it's not even a because it wasn't about that. Well, but but yeah. it is definitely a selling point that I'm going to use in the future. Because that's really the only reason people don't shift across. Yeah. Interesting to note, Leon. We do have some clients still we talk to. They don't want their data on the cloud. Mm. even though they can. One of them. Um, um, he's an accountant and he sees the benefits and I speak to him regularly about it. Um, but and he's not like a practicing accountant, um, but he still prefers his sort of safety blanket of MYOB. Yeah. And oh, I hope my accountant isn't practicing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Hey, we're, we're certified practicing accountants. <laughs> we had three years of study to be a practicing accountant. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's crazy the amount of people that still trust it more. And you would see it way more than us. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, they just don't think that an online yeah. software is safe. So here's the other side of that argument, and, and we're, we're probably getting towards the end of, of this, but security is, is one thing to consider. But the other is, what are they doing with my data? Microsoft is spending a, spending a billion dollars <laughs> looking at my passwords. But this is, honestly that's though, this thing, is not something that I worry about, but it is something that a lot of clients have brought up Absolutely. with me. Absolutely. Yep. Um, I, I don't want to put my data online, not because I'm worried someone's going to steal it, but because I'm worried they're going to use it. You know, you know what people people think? What? The government's going to get their hands on my data. Yeah, That's get, all they get think. Get their hands on my data. <laughs> well, if they want to, they're going to get it from your computer. This yeah, is true. Exactly. But you're already sending it to them because you've got to do your bazzes. Exactly. You've got to do your tax yeah. returns. But and it, you use internet banking. And yeah. internet banking. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but so people worry about the... Um, 
you know, with the whole Facebook, the analytics thing, you know, they were uh, targeting people and, and yeah, and it's the whole, my, that's the health records thing. It was all security, but it was also, I don't want to get yeah. unsolicited, you know, offers from health insurance because they know <laughs> I've got X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of false information yeah, around that with exactly. my health it's records just, too. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking in regards to just using the cloud for storage and things like that. How worried should the average person be about their data being used in a negative way by the yeah. company storing it? Yeah, I, I would say that's probably the least of your worries. Yeah. You're, you're more likely going to have someone that's trying to compromise you get a hold of your data locally than yeah. a large provider wanting to look at your data. Yeah, like you're, I agree. Most, most people are going to be barely a blip mm. on the scale. Mm. But, yeah. And the fact of the matter is their reputation's on the line. Yeah. Mm. Like they build their businesses on that trust and mm. security and making sure that it's protected. If all of a sudden it's found out they're doing something with that data, that's mm. going to destroy their business. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah I'm 100% on that side, but it is an argument that clients do say to me. I've heard uh, that exact argument by mm. a couple of people. Yeah. And, well, some people just will never... Well, really understand. It's it's just like we've got a horse and carriage. Why do we need a car? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. that was an argument too. Yeah. Exactly, and yeah, I guess one day they they might have that like light bulb moment where they hmm. All this, all this time, I could have been yeah. saving myself. I don't myself. need to pick up shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Petrol's way cheaper and more abundant than carrots. <laughs> or they can move to, to an much. Amish settlement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. Then, then they won't Amish. have any data to get stolen. We should, we should start be uh, Amish accountants. <laughs> Strictly MYOB on a desktop. <laughs> Pretty sure you can still send paper lodgements in. Yeah. Anyway, very secure. Uh, Leon, have you got any other information for us? Is that, or, or have you come to the end? I, I think we covered a, a fair bit of information there. Yeah, no. Ho- hopefully it was valuable to the listeners. Definitely, I think it 100% was. One basic question, and so we'll, we'll recap on what we've just discussed as well. But one more basic question: Do I need internet security, or like, uh, like a, uh, I, I call it internet security, but like. Um, yes. antivirus <laughs> yes so yes. even though I'm on the cloud I need antivirus yes yes, yes. your computer still can get infected yeah so if your computer gets hacked that's on That's on you that's yep. not really cloud storage even if you weren't using the cloud yeah that's all you still on you <laughs> the, the benefit is say for example of all of your data st- sh- all of your data stored in mm. the Microsoft environment that's not likely going to get touched if you get a virus on your computer because yeah. you're accessing it through the web browser. You're not direct access to the files. So you're yeah. still protecting that if your local yeah. computer gets infected. But everything on your local computer yep. is vulnerable then. Yeah. Yep. So you need to protect whatever you still got on your computer. Which is another great argument of why you should be not storing anything on your computer. Yeah. It should go to your mm. cloud drives. So and true. then when you change computers, it just sinks down and you don't have to stuff around with copying everything over. So true. So we should just have what, like a like a tablet watch and just <laughs> just access things, access things from there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love when Dan has like a funny idea. He leans in, he puts his nose <laughs> on the top of the microphone, and speaks to the. He gets all serious and looks around. Deep, serious voice. Yeah. So I, I, I would, I would say we're more moving towards the the implant in your eye, so you can just see it. Oh yeah. I remember, I, I remember. Black mirror. Side story. I went to a. Uh, it was years ago now, and we're in San Francisco, and we went to the California Academy of Science, and Google was there, because they obviously, they're around. Yep. And uh, they were showing off the Google Glass, and uh-huh. it was the glasses thing with the, you can screen. Uh, Never came to fruition. That was like five years ago. 
That's the, a shame. The, the glasses. Yeah, can you buy yeah, them? Yeah, it came out and just died quickly. Yeah. <laughs> there was a <laughs> massive boom and then it just I don't disappeared and it no anywhere. one talked about it anymore. Yeah, they were promoting it. It was like it was just before yeah. it came out. It was like a big thing. Look what we've just invented and made and then nothing. I didn't see it again. Okay, mm-hmm. so here's another topic for Leon. Because Leon's going to be hopefully a regular <laughs> guest. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed having, me, having him on today. Yeah. Uh, technology in the future. Mm. I would love to know Leon's That'd be a good topic. technology in the future. Yeah. You're a bit of heading. a futurist, Leon? I can be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need me yeah. to be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I love it. All right. Should so we summarize the cloud? Or summarize. Uh, a quick summary. Uh, cloud, someone else's computer, if you didn't already know that. A, da- <laughs> a warehouse somewhere full of data racks full of your information and everyone else's information. Yep. About a billion, uh, about as many times... More secure for your data as the amount of dollars Microsoft spend <laughs> on making it that secure. Uh, so true. Ironically, I think yeah, that's ironic. Yeah, so a lot more secure. Um, definitely have antivirus on your computer. More efficient. More efficient, more productive, probably cost you less in the end. Move all your stuff to the cloud. And saves you buying servers if you're a yeah. small business every five yeah. years. And Re- it, reduce total cost of ownership. Yeah, yeah. and re- reduce risk by uh, yeah. all the new disclosure laws and things around and um, breaches you can work at home you don't have to put pants on how good is that <laughs> no one wants pants save on pants <laughs> that's right work from home all you need is your top when you're in a video meeting and you're good <laughs> have you ever done that I've done it once <laughs> <laughs> when did you do it I no. was wearing shorts <laughs> was it the podcast no. were we recording the podcast <laughs> I had a meeting with someone on the computer I wore my shirt no comment <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Tim. Do you have any other things this week? Other things, I do. Um, I've mentioned it once before. It was John Butler. He's got a podcast. Mm. I've actually listened to several more episodes since I mentioned that. Yeah, it's so cool. I did not realize musicians create songs in layers. Yeah. I'm not a musician, yeah. so I did not know this, Dan. But <laughs> come on, Tim. So the way he created this whole album, I don't know if you knew this, Leon. I heard on the last podcast. Yeah, from you. <laughs> All right, I'm a, I'm a broken layers, record, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. But like the way he breaks it down on this podcast and describes the sounds, mm. it's just they communicate in sound. Mm. They they like half see sound basically. Yeah, because he he obviously is recording the podcast. He lays down a track. I'd be like, oh yeah, so I did this. And then they play the actual song over it. It is exactly perfect to the actual song. <laughs> well, he probably had to play it 30 times to get yeah. it right. Yeah. <laughs> of course he knows he it. He knows it inside yeah. out. This is true. So that's my other thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leon, do you have another thing? I don't think so. Actually, Actually I've got one for you. Yeah. I saw you did some uh, inside skydiving. Oh day. yeah, yeah, that's something. That's pretty All cool. Right. To you, that's not another thing. To me, that's that's that <laughs> yeah, is list, a whole other thing. That's another thing. Uh, so I'm an avid skydiver. Have over yep. 600 jumps now. Hey, but uh, we've got an eight-way formation team that's training for the national competition in March next year. Eight-way. Cool. Yeah. So eight people. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of challenge. Yeah. But uh, if we can win the nationals, we'll compete for Australia at Russia in 2020. How cool is that? Uh, the world meet. So that would Whoa. be pretty awesome. So what kind of patterns? Like a circle? <laughs> <laughs> One of them's kind of like a circle. <laughs> There's a certain dive pool that's, yeah. that's specific things. Yeah. Right. yeah. Cool. So it gets pretty technical. That's awesome. Isn't, so jumping out of a plane now for you just must be like, yeah. <laughs> it's still exciting, but yeah. you don't, 
You get a little bit of a rush. Just but it's not like the same, same way I go down a hill on a bike. It's like, uh, oh, this will be fun. More exciting than yeah. that. <laughs> Is it more exciting to come on the Two Drunk Accountants podcast? <laughs> it's a close out. second. <laughs> close sure. second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Five, five stars would do again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You would subscribe to Skydiving? <laughs> Wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. I think we'd like to hear an, an update about this you know, yes. after after nationals. So when's the when's yeah. the nationals? March next year. Okay. All right. We'll uh, keep we'll keep a, across that. We'll probably still be doing podcasts by then. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. We need to. We need to make at least a year. Too. Uh, we definitely will be. We definitely will. Be. Uh, so my other thing this week is a book I'm reading. I haven't even finished it yet, so I don't know if it gets worse as time goes on. But I'm I'm about. 15% the way through, according to my Kindle, mm-hmm. and I'm really enjoying it. It's called Off to Be the Wizard by <laughs> Scott Meyer. Have you read this, Leon? No. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's about a, it might be right up your alley, actually. Uh-huh. It's about a guy who is uh, a bit of a computer hacker, and uh, he comes across a file one day, and long story short, he figures out that the world actually is a computer simulation and this is the master file for everyone's data. <laughs> Such a cool idea. And so he can change his data. Wow. So he can change his height. And it doesn't have like the programming description of what he's made of and all that stuff. It's literally just his data points. And uh, so he can move his location and his, you know, everything about him, his bank balance. Um, and he's just gotten in a bit of trouble. People have found out about it, but it's, it's a really funny book. Huh. That's yeah, awesome. great. He can even travel in time. Yeah, he can travel in time. He can go back in time. Just uh, time continues forward, so he can't go forward in time because it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. But he can go back in the program you in time. You can't predict the simulation. Yeah. So uh, my prediction is his. What happens? I know what happens. He uh, he goes back <laughs> in time, and pretends to be a wizard back in the dark ages because <laughs> they don't know what computers and so things cool. are. <laughs> I love the idea. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I'm enjoying it so far. It's sort of, and it, I've been reading a lot of books lately like this, which bring in that God question. Yeah. So like, so then God in that scenario is whoever created that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he said. He was like, this doesn't really solve anyone's problems because who invented the computer program? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and why? Yeah, exactly. That's the meaning like of life. exactly the same thing. <laughs> as we know yeah. it. Well, I don't know if you've ever heard of John Martini, but he's like a bit of philosopher, motivational mm-hmm. speaker. Oh, no. But he's got a, his acronym for, for God is Grand Organized Design. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's so true because I mean that, that is God mm. yeah. as far as we know it. I mean, so that means God's like... The it's, laws of physics? <laughs> it's something bigger. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah, the laws of physics, like I just finished Angels and Demons and there's, yeah. that's a huge part of the story is how science is trying to prove that there is a God. Yeah. You yeah, it basically didn't answer the together. question, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that should have been your other thing, Tim. You just read that. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Mm, next week. Everyone's read that book, but... Yeah. Everyone has read. Leon, have you read that book? Angels and Demons. Dan Everyone Brown. has. So <laughs> of course he has. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> uh, anyway, that uh, that does the podcast for this week. I'd mm. like to shout out to Leon. Big thanks for coming on the podcast. We think it was. Yeah. I think it was great, Tim. Yeah, it was awesome. Great yeah. having Leon on. Great, great information from that. I think a lot of business owners would get a lot from um, understanding um, not just what the cloud is, but the risks of them not being on it essentially, and, and yeah. the gains they can have from, from being on it. Yeah, and if you have any questions about your IT or um, the cloud or yeah. you want to speak to, reach out to Leon, how should they find you? Just yeah, yeah well, or? thanks for having me, guys. It was, right. it was a lot of fun. I was yeah, happy to sure. be here. Uh, 
if anyone wants to reach out, send some questions, happy to respond. You can get me at Twitter at Leon underscore inspired or LinkedIn, Leon dash black. Nice. nice. Or get me on the email, Leon at inspired text.com.au. Nice. Love gave to hear out, from you. Gave out your email address. Yeah. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Our thousand, uh, uh, tens of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's all right. I've got Microsoft security, so the, the spam ones won't come through. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, no, that's good. And yeah, definitely, uh, if you've got any questions for those things, reach out to Leon. But yep. if you have any questions for us, uh, find us in the usual places Twitter. At Too Drunk Podcast, Facebook, Too Drunk Accountants, email Too Drunk Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, that's about it, I think. I think so. And all of those are spelled T W O. T W O. The two of us, Two Drunk Accountants. Uh, and also, we're on Spotify. Oh, which yeah. I said last week, They're not but anymore. We've had a couple of listens on there so far. Uh, yeah. But if you could go to Apple or Stitcher or wherever you listen to us, give us a rating. Give us a review because it does help people find us. It gets us on the rankings and uh, we always get a boost when that happens. Yeah. And shout out for the Pocket Cast app. It's a great one. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Actually, see, you're the one that listens to Pocket Cast. We, <laughs> we get the stats every week and I can see which, which apps people use. Uh-huh. And there's like the first three have many and then it's just like a big trail of ones and twos. Yeah. <laughs> Why is Pocket Cast so good? Some of the great things I've loved about it, it's it's a paid app too, but mm. you can oh, do easy right. things like skip a certain amount of time yeah, for every right. podcast. So not, you've got, not for us. Not for you guys, but, but there's some <laughs> where there's like a 40 second intro. So yes. then it just starts it at 40 seconds and mm. I don't have to do anything. Oh, wow. But it's got a lot of cool features and it's that's got access awesome. to everything. Cool. Yeah, that's great. into that. Yeah, definitely. Mm. All right. Well, that about does it. So thanks everybody start. for listening and we will see you next week with a... Regular episode and another topic. Should we let Leon uh, end the podcast? Yeah, Leon, you know the traditional ending. Oh, I can't remember now. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to it. Right, ready? No. <laughs> I, I pulled out all of my stats already when Tim was talking. <laughs> <laughs> my memory of what he's talked about. <laughs> yeah, uh, you did well, actually. You did well with that. All right, we're going to do it all together then. On the count of three. One, two, three. Calculator. Calculator. Uh, <laughs> I knew that. Uh, it was on the spot.